Hello, friends, and good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Big show today. Old Dominion comes in. All five of them can play some hits. I do love Old Dominion. So imagine this. You go out, you're trick-or-treating. Your kid's got a bag full of candy. You're pulling all the candy out. You're putting the chocolate over here. You're putting the yuckies over there. And you find something shiny. And it's a wedding ring. Oh, I love it. Oh, It's a great trick or yes, treat. That's the- then you got to go back and retrace every house you've oh. been to to try to get that ring back. Yeah. Why? What would you do? You wouldn't keep it. Well, I mean, what if it was given to you on purpose? It wasn't. <laughs> okay. So Jillian and her son didn't realize into the, the night that someone had dropped their wedding ring into his bag while they were trick-or-treating. They had been to dozens of homes in their three-hour quest for candy. Doesn't know at what point in the evening the ring fell in. The mother said she's keeping details of the ring's appearance under wraps, but if the owner can describe it, they can have it back. I figure if anyone's missing a ring, they know it, and they'll soon find out about it. They've posted it on some of their neighborhood Facebook boards. Yeah, the good news is you're in a neighborhood. You know, like, there isn't a lot of places that you have to go. It's right there. It's in your hood somewhere. What was the most interesting thing your kids got while trick-or-treating? It can even be an interesting big piece of candy. Was there anything you were like, huh? Because sometimes we'd get those dang individually wrapped toothbrushes and go, who would even buy this to give this to me? <laughs> That's so dumb. I saw a candy that I'd never seen before called Squirts. <laughs> that was interesting to me. That like, sounds disgusting. I'm like, I don't think it wasn't chocolate, the- was it? No, I okay. didn't even open it. I threw it away. Anything in your kid's bag that was pretty standard? There was a stuffed animal. Wow. Okay, that's weird. Well, that is weird. Uh, Not bad, but weird. Yeah, I think just different. Then there was a lot of full-size candy bars, which I think was an increase from years past. I don't know why. Maybe it's because people aren't going to be digging in and grabbing a handful. So people, or, some people were just putting out an, an, a big size candy bar. They didn't feel like a whole bunch of trick-or-treaters were going to come by, so they mm. can buy less candy but bigger True. candy. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, let's talk to Brenda in Maine, who's on the phone. Hey, Brenda, what's happening? Morning, studio. Morning. I was just calling to let you know you guys have gotten us through this pandemic. We have started a trucking business. I go to school full-time for uh, medical assisting, and I work part-time at a local hospital. So it's been a rough go. (laughs) Well, we appreciate that you can listen to our show and hopefully make it 2% less rough, you know? Oh, yeah, it definitely has. It's definitely gotten my commute, so it's tolerable. I'm trying to find somewhere to go over Christmas break for just a couple days, and I've never been to Maine. There's only two or three states I haven't been to. I would love to go to Maine, but I'm going to ask you honestly, Brenda, is it so cold there that I should just wait till spring? Oh, I don't know. The winter's beautiful. Your blood's probably thicker, though. Let's be honest. I'm fragile. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) She said beautiful, though. So it's, like, beautiful but cold. Mm. I'll probably hold off. I'll probably punt. And they have lobsters and stuff. Yeah, that's what I hear. (laughs) hear. Hey, Brenda, thank you for your call. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Let's go over and talk to Lynn in Arkansas, who is standing by on the phone. Hey, Lynn. So you were talking to David, and I totally agree with you and take your side on that. Because I was engaged like five years ago, and he called our wedding off two months before and then like demanded he wanted my ring back and all these things well once you get that far into wedding planning you don't get any of the money you spent back so I was like no I'm keeping my ring and I'm gonna get some money back and so he was like no and I was like no I'm keeping my ring and so we hired a lawyer and they said that it because it was a gift I get to keep it it's kind of like you can't take it back it's like an ending given once it's given it's given chalk it up as a loss and move on yes I will not uh, support the term Indian giver, though, because I feel like that's spo- now it's supposed to be a bad term. Yes. Um, however, yeah, it's a gift. 
yesterday we had a guy call and was like, I get this girl gave me money, now she wants it back. And I was like, good luck, tell her to sue you. Good, she ain't gonna win. But I appreciate that. I appreciate that call. And what'd you do? Did you sell the ring or no? I sold it and it paid for a semester of college. Nice. Wow. And now she's an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lynn. Hope you have an awesome day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go oh. hogs. And can I tell my coworker happy birthday? You got it. Go for it. Happy birthday, Katrina. Blue pig. There you go. She went rogue. Can't get enough <laughs> of that. <laughs> Luckily, she went the right kind of rogue. That's right. Uh, thank you, Lynn. Have a good day. Why don't we go over and talk with Abby. One more. In Wisconsin. Hi, Abby. Oh, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I just wanted to call and give a shout out to you guys. I am running my first half marathon this Sunday. And I have listened to the morning show, either live morning or in, on the podcast in some format or another, every run of my training so far. Wow. So I just want to give you guys a huge shout out for being awesome. And if you can give me a reason to smile and laugh at mile 10, then you must be doing something right. Hey, good luck. Hope you stay healthy. Hope you, you kill it and you're pumped with your time. And thank you for thank listening. You. Is there any segment that you're like, oh, this is coming up. I, I, I want to hear this segment. Is there anything that you've heard recently where you're like, I really like when you guys do that? I always love positive stories. Um, that's always just a good reason to get me, like, have me smiling. And all of your guys' games make me laugh. So really everything you guys do, just when you guys are just like talking back and forth to each other, that's fun too. Well, we appreciate that call. Good luck. Be safe. And I hope you kill it. Perfect. Thanks, Bobby. Have right. a good day. Bye-bye. I'll give you three characters from a 90s TV show. All you have to do is name the show. Make sense, everybody? Yes. Yep. Write your answer down. The example would be Monica, Joey, Phoebe. And that would be Friends. Friends. Right. Ready. 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 Steve, Carl, and Laura. What 90s TV show had the three characters? Steve, Carl, and Laura. Amy. Um, Family Matters. Correct. Lunchbox. Family Matters. Correct. Eddie. Family Matters. Correct. All three of you are still in the game. Next up, Al, Jill, and Wilson. Amy. Home Improvement. Lunchbox? Home Improvement. Eddie? Home Improvement. The answer is Home Improvement. Everybody still in? Nice job. DJ, Dan, and Darlene. DJ Dan and Darlene. Ooh, Amy's struggling over no, there. No, no, I'm not. Got it. Amy? Roseanne. Lunchbox? Roseanne. Eddie? That's Roseanne. Nice. <laughs> they all laugh there. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a little harder this time. Kevin, Paul, and Winnie. Kevin, Paul, and Winnie. Amy? Wonder Years. Lunchbox? Wonder Years. Eddie? Wonder Years. What would you do Correct. if so I good. sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Doug, Carrie, and Arthur. Doug, Carrie, 
Arthur. Amy? King of Queens. Lunchbox? King of Queens. Eddie? Doug Funny. Oh, Eddie is down. Yeah. Eddie is out. Saw the struggle on his face over there. Wow. I know those other names. Down goes Eddie. Down goes Eddie. Mm. Two remain. Sean, Corey, Topanga. Sean, Corey, Topanga. Amy? Boy Meets World. Lunchbox? Boy Meets World. Correct. All right, get a little bit harder here. Frank, Carol, Dana. (laughs) Frank, Carol, Dana. Frank. Carol. What? Tiger King. (laughs) 90s TV show. These are characters from a 90s TV show. Frank, Dana, who? Carol. No, wait, Frank? Yeah, Frank, Carol, Dana. If you both miss it, I'll give you a hint to get another shot at it. Okay, I wrote something Amy, down. what do you have? A 70s show. Lunchbox, what do you have? Seventh Heaven. Ooh, you're what both wrong. Oh. Dang! <laughs> Here is your I hint. Know that, Frank uh, and Carol are married. What honor. Frank and Carol are married. That helps me out. But is Dana a boy? I'm not answering that. Okay, next guess. No! Oh, you have it, Amy? I don't know. Well, I'm going to go to Lunchbox first, then, and see if Amy has it. Lunchbox, what do you have? Wings. That's a good guess. I love wings. Amy? Married with children? Incorrect. Okay. Frank and Carol are married. Dana is a girl. Oh. And she's I- one of a bunch of kids. Oh. 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 Okay. Lunchbox? Family ties. Incorrect. Carol Seaver, come on. Amy. Step by step. Correct. TGIF. Yeah, on the roller coaster. There you go. Patrick Dempsey. No. No. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. Played Frank Lambert. Suzanne Summers played Carol Foster Lambert. That blonde lady. Yeah. Amy, nice win. Take a second, but you got there. You got there. Would you have gotten Amy, um, Hank, Peggy, and Bobby? Ma- married with children? King of the Hill. Hank, Peggy, and Bobby. Bobby. Bring it, Bobby. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten Bobby. Nope. Nice win, though, Amy. Did you play her song? Yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. Amy's big winner. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! It's one of my favorite segments. Let's go with the first fun fact of the week. So there was a chance that Jennifer Aniston wasn't going to get to play Rachel on Friends because of another pilot she was in. So when they shot the show's promo photos, she was asked to step out of a handful of them just in case she didn't end up being on the show. Wow. (laughs) That would have been crazy. I mean, but I guess we would just know the Rachel, whoever it was. We've done show pictures like that before. Okay, let's get just Bobby and Amy. (laughs) (laughs) And it's sad. Just in case. Everybody's like, okay. (laughs) Number four. So Rich Girl by Hall & Oates wasn't actually about a girl. It was about a guy named Victor Walker who came from a rich family in Chicago. But Daryl Hall thought that the title Rich Girl sounded better than Rich Guy. Hmm. It's a good song. Give a rich girl. 
But can you hear if it was going, you're a rich guy? Victor. It doesn't, there's no change, there's no syllable change, it's the same. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to sing about a rich girl. Yeah, poor Victor didn't get his moment in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. So most of the Muppets are left-handed? Why, you ask? Let me think about this. They'd be left-handed. Who's controlling them? But you're controlling them. The Muppets are underneath, right? Why? What happened? Well, most puppeteers use their dominant right hand to work the puppet's mouth, which means they would use their left hand to move the puppet's left hand. Makes sense. That's pretty cool. Uh, I like that. I didn't get there in my mind. I was like, maybe they're just all weird like me and (laughs) left-handed. That's not weird. I I think one in nine people are left-handed. I know. It's very special. Thank you, Eddie. (laughs) Number two. Employees at Ben & Jerry's get three free pints of ice cream every day. Wow. Get this. They also hook employees up with a free gym membership. To equal out. So if you just even, (laughs) you win at Ben & Jerry's. Wow, was that right? I bet you get so tired of ice cream, though. And I love ice cream. If I got to make four food groups, be smoothies and soup and ice cream and then grab bag. But still, <laughs> I, I, don't, I think I'd be over it. Like, mm. I used to work at restaurants, and I hated the food there because I was just in it all the time. I'm pretty sure I would buy an extra freezer just to store all that all stuff. All that? Oh, yeah. Sell it on the dark web? <laughs> Ooh. All right. Number one. And then this is just something cool we could maybe consider here in America. In 2016, Japan started giving its elderly citizens a discount on ramen if they gave up their driver's license. That's funny. Mm. But what would we <laughs> give a discount on? Because ramen, not as big here. Pizza. Ah. Luby's? Mm. Oh, but Luby's went bankrupt. Yeah, they did? They did. What? Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. When? Uh, when? Coronavirus. We miss you, Luann. Yeah. Uh, no. Heck of a platter, baby. <laughs> I feel like I need a moment here. I know. I did not know that. Mm, I, I looked forward to... I think what? some of them are still individually open, like a few of them. Oh, I'm going to have to find them, and I need to go and take my kids so that they can know. Yeah, they'll love it. It's the coolest for kids. <laughs> They're like, what the hell? I have so many <laughs> memories jello, though, as dude, a the kid. Jello. The mac wow. and cheese. I yeah, love Lou and platter. Yeah. The, you, che- you take your tray, and you get to go to the checkout, and they give you a mint. And then when you, they give you coins, it comes down the little pipe in the exactly. little bowl. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I don't know that. Yeah, a lot of free m- lunches there. Yeah. Why free lunches? On high school, we'd go and you pay at the end, so you eat, and then you just walk out the door. <laughs> Come on, no, man. no, no, that's dirty. And, and now that's they're out of business. Okay. That's what, what happened. But now we got to shut Is the segment it? down. The end. Uh. Fat Friday. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Danielle Bradbury released a version of her favorite Christmas song, "Oh Holy Night." Oh no. Dan and Shay dropped an original Christmas song called Take Me Home for Christmas. Christmas. 
more performers were announced for the CMA Awards. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Dirks Bentley, Brothers Osborne, Little Big Town, John Party, Old Dominion, and Morgan Wallen will all perform. Plus, the television premiere of Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber's performance of 10,000 Hours. The show airs Wednesday at 8, 7 central on ABC. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Marvin lives in Portland, Oregon, and he had a court appearance, but it was 200 miles away, and he doesn't have a car. And he's like, you know what? Got to get to court. He starts walking, trying to hitchhike. And a sheriff's deputy pulls over and says, hey, what are you doing? He's like, hey, I got court in this town 200 miles away. And he said, all right. So he drives him 50 miles, drops him off with another sheriff's department. That's awesome. They drive him all the way to court. He goes to court, appears before the judge the next day, and only problem is ride home doesn't come. Oh. So Marvin's stuck again. So the sheriffs, they all team up again and get Marvin back home 200 miles. That's awesome. That's great. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from California. A 47-year-old woman was tired of walking. She doesn't have a car. She's walking, walking. Oh, there's a U-Haul. Oh, that's got the keys in it. Huh. Let me jump in and take it. And the only problem is she's like, it's a little dirty, so she tries to go through the car wash <laughs> and got stuck. U-Haul was too big to Why fit. Why she trying oh. to clean a car she stole? <laughs> I, I don't know. At least the... Uh, <laughs> hey, she wants it to look good. I guess. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Do we ever come to any resolution in Crockgate with Luke Combs' Crocs he sent up here? Is no. it, or is it just, it is what it is? That is what it is. The resolution was... We, you and I got a pair. Thanks. Hillary coordinated it. They gifted her a pair. For coordinating it. And that's it. And get show, over Show's it. over. Yeah. Hillary, has anything happened since this big controversy? Um, I did get another package. Yeah! Oh! Okay. Okay. Let's is it, go. Is it Crocs for the guys? No, it's not. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a baby. Well, what is it? My, my name's on it. Okay, what's Are you the, kidding? What's the package? It's from Luke Combs again, and it's a framed letter, like, thinking... All of us for supporting him and talking about his new song that's coming out. Pretty cool. Frame Luke Combs letter. Really so nice. who was the letter sent to? Me. Just you. You got one too, but me and you. Oh, nice. This is hysterical. <laughs> Why are you mad? Hysterical. Like all of a sudden Hillary's gonna get all this cool memorabilia <laughs> because she's the liaison. Like, come on. Now she has a signed letter from Luke Combs framed because she supports his music. I mean, why do you think they sent it to you, Hillary? I'm the person that the labels talk to. Like, I'm, I'm. They have my phone number. They call me all the time. I help coordinate everything and set everything up. And lunchbox, what do you think should happen here? I mean, obviously, we got to step in and say, "Look, Hillary, you can have one." You, you know, it's sort of like the lost puppy you see down the street or a homeless cat. You feed him a treat every once in a while. You, you, we can give what? Hillary. What? You think Hillary's a homeless what? cat? I don't understand. No. Hillary, like we, we, we can we can give her a little treat every once in a while. Like, okay, she got the Crocs, but now she's getting some every day, like a signed picture or a signed letter. Like, we got to take that away from her. Like, we, you can't. So have you the, want me to to say, Hillary, give me that signed letter? Yeah. You can't <laughs> have then, the homeless cat coming on your porch and stealing your your food. But he got a letter too. But you're Amy. It's she came on your porch and took your food. You okay I'm, with that? I'm fine if they gave that to Hillary. I That's, mean, next thing you know, oh, Hillary's the liaison, so she gets to go to Punta Cana because they're having Luke Bryan live down there. <laughs> She's the liaison, so it's gonna be Bobby and Hillary down in Punta Cana. <laughs> 
What? You wouldn't be okay. You'd be okay with that, I'm Hillary? There are only two, right? There were two that were sent up here. Yes, there's two. Lunchbox, what would you like to see done here? I mean, I think you got to you got to do a raffle for someone on the show. I, I mean, like someone in this room, like Amy, me, or Eddie. I'm good. I mean, <laughs> like I'm good. Take me out of that mix. I don't care about any of this. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, are you guys mad at Hillary? No, no uh, of course not. Like not even what I have. I didn't even. So know you're gonna give this. all your treats that you have in your bag to the homeless cat, and you're not gonna eat to keep any for yourself. <laughs> if that is the way you want to put it, then yeah. But well, I know, mean, but she gets half the half the treats because they sent her a pair of Crocs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that. Why am I even using your analogy? But I don't <laughs> we keep think going with the homeless I cat. don't think that Hillary <laughs> is going to get all my treats. I know she's not, and I'm not threatened by the homeless cat. No, no, I'm not threatened by it. <laughs> I just love a homeless cat. Just love a homeless yeah, cat. Yeah, like I love to be take care of. I mean, Hillary's great. The cat doesn't have a home. And you're hating on it. Yeah. Listen, yeah. And it, it has all this stuff, but it has nowhere to put it. Exactly. That's okay. the problem. <laughs> I, I am just amazed it's, that she gets all the stuff and I get nothing. So it's all just her versus you more than it is the rest of the show. Well, it's also the rest of the show. No, like, no, Eddie no. Eddie deserves crop. No, I mean, no. I, let's see. And no let's, party let's me is trying to go to Punta Cana anytime soon. <laughs> Hillary, what do you think should happen here, honestly? I mean, I don't see a big issue in it, but does Lunchbox want me to reach out to the label and have them take my name off of a mailing list? Like, that's just awkward. That'd be cool. No, I don't. That's ridiculous. What's wrong okay, with then you? Lunchbox, that would mean that you, you would need calls. to handle everything that hey, Hillary does. I'd just tell them whenever they got some, send it to me. Uh, that's it. And I'd be like, that's all our communication. But that's not yeah, just what happens. It's not just about stuff. It's about booking artists. It's about, it's much more detailed than just like, send stuff. Yeah. Listen. You don't even know what Hillary does here daily. Yeah, I do. What? What? <laughs> she sits in this room in the dark. She doesn't turn on the light, like because she's used to being out on the streets or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, homeless, homeless cat. cat. Homeless okay. cat. Yes. And she writes some of the the like the countdown <laughs> things like that. And there you go. That's it. She, there's some yes. Also, I would say we call her Utility Hillary for a reason because and she gets she free gifts. That's what else she does. She opens gifts all morning. Yeah. She opens packages. Somebody like, oh, has to open the packages. It's and like also, Christmas every day for Hillary. Yay! <laughs> yeah, like label relations, artists relate. There's important things happening. I say hi to the artists when they that come you in. You don't have time for. <laughs> you don't though. Sometimes yeah, you don't. You, you just, just keep sit. your head down and don't say anything yeah. to anybody. You could sacrifice your two hour nap a day me. and do that. Hillary, I think you're fine. I think it's hilarious that you're getting stuff. If they want to send you to Punta Cana, go for it. <laughs> I will. There are, exactly. there are perks that all of us get for doing this job. And if that happens to be a perk that you get for doing that specific job, great. Keep your name on the list. Take your gifts. The end. Thank you. You're welcome. Anybody have anything they'll say about this before we <laughs> no, close it? No, <laughs> no, you don't. Morgan, are you jealous? Not at all. Okay. I'm totally fine with Hillary getting the Crocs. You just don't want to admit it on there. Is anyone it. jealous and they want me to step in? Just say so right now. I. Except for Lunchbox. <laughs> Come on, Ray. Ray, are you mad? No, no, no. To stick with the analogy, I'm a back alley cat too, and I already got somebody else on Instagram that's going to get me some Crocs. So. <laughs> see, see, is- Ray's working out his own deal, see? Go hustle. I, I mean, I don't know what else I have to do. Scream it from the rooftops and nothing. Crickets over here. Cody in California is on the phone. Hey, Cody, what's going on? No, Bobby, how's it going? Pretty good, man. What can I do for you? Yeah, I just had a question about your gifts um, for your wedding. Um, just a little curiosity of mine. Man, I'm so sorry. I gave myself a script, but now I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you're ready. You called into the show, and you, so you wrote something down to say? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, take, out. Yeah, take a deep and, breath. Uh, take a deep breath. Let's go. We're, we're, we're rolling. We're live yeah. here. But take a deep breath and start over. Okay. Morning, studio. Morning. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your, your guest list for your, uh, for your wedding. I was wondering if you were going to invite the, the members of your, your old band, O-Town. Oh, it's interesting. Am I going to reunite? Because if you're not familiar, back in the day, I used to be a member of O-Town, the boy band O-Town. And we had the song, Because I want it all, nothing. I don't want to sing it right now. I can sure. it. It's been a while, um, too. But I think we're all cool now. I'll invite them all. And if they all show up, we'll probably reunite on stage. That'd be great. I don't want to promise that. Because if Jacob's not there, it's going to be tough. But, you know, and Ashley, Ashley Parker Angel, may not show up. But I think O-Town could get back together for the wedding. I appreciate that call. What do you think, Cody? Uh, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I mean, you owe it to the fans, right? I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a necessity. I don't know I if like. yeah I don't know if Caitlin wants that to be the story of the wedding that O Town's back together. Oh yeah, but it just could be something that happens, you know. We well, appreciate that call, Cody. Good to go. All right, the good to go is right. The <laughs> <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Post Malone is a country music fan. That is no secret. But now he's put out who he would like to collaborate with, and his dream duet partner is George Strait. <laughs> I just don't think George Strait would do that. But how amazing if he did. Well, George doesn't only collaborate with country artists. Hmm. Good point. Oh, yeah. Much less Post Malone. I think it would be fun. Doesn't he shout him out in a song? Yeah, in Deja Vu, this is Post Malone with his nod to George. I'm not like your exes. I came from Texas. And now that we texting, you can fly away now. Yeah. I'm what not, did he say? All I'm, my exes live in Texas. Okay, that's that got reference it. Right. there. Got but it. he said, I'm not like your exes. I came in from Texas. I don't know if that's a... It, it just yeah, it's just a rhyme. <laughs> the same way George's song rhymes. <laughs> okay, I don't anyway, know, maybe, I, I think it's interesting. I don't think George Strait would do it. Okay, yeah, he, he, right. he also mentioned Toby Keith as another country star he'd like to work with. Would he, he probably would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The prize is right. I was like, how much he paying me? Right. <laughs> All right, what else? So there was a study done and pretty much it concluded that parents are totally less strict with rules during the pandemic. So we're probably on, what, month six, seven of just being a little bit more laid back about things like staying up later, eating in front of the TV. Uh, Obviously, we've added some new rules in like washing our hands obsessively all the time as soon as you walk in the door. But everything else is kind of really laid back in the house. And I would agree. I would imagine screen time is probably a little more lenient. Yeah, for sure. A little more than we want it to be. Even Eddie's screen time is getting—he's getting a little more video game screen yes. time too. So, so the rules have changed for Daddy too. Yeah, is your home more laid back? <laughs> no, but Bun's talking about my PS4 time. Oh, yeah, he's getting a little more. But <laughs> well, here's the thing: Eddie got in trouble. Can you talk about this? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Yes, Go ahead. Who cares? talk about it. He was playing basketball. We play NBA 2K. Oh. And he was playing a little too long. A little too long. My wife's like, all right, I'm ready to hang out because we have time to hang out at night. I was like, all right, 10 minutes. And the game was almost over. It ended up going four overtime. So I played for another 45 minutes and she got so mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else? So there is a picture that's going viral. And it's because there's a woman screaming in labor, giving birth. And her husband or her partner, whoever, is uh, sitting there eating uh, pizza. And posting a picture. <laughs> well, what else are you supposed to do? <laughs> Scream with her? 
Yeah. <laughs> Hold her to yell with her? Come on. He's hanging out. So, yeah, the big debate online is, is it okay to eat pizza, <laughs> pizza while your partner's in labor? I or- say yes. Yeah, absolutely. I was telling Kaylin the other day, we were talking about having kids, and I was like, I'm not looking. I'll be in there, but I'm going to, we're going to put a curtain up. I'm saying above the curtain. I think that's healthy. And she's like, no, you should probably see. You'll be so thankful. I was like, no. Okay, around the, have anybody that's had a birth who saw it? I'm out, so I had C-section. Okay. So watched it both times. You watched Inc- it? Yep, yeah, incredible. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, hey, Caitlin will watch too. What? Huh? Yeah. You Did your it, wife get a mirror? Yep, you got a mirror oh! there so you can watch the kid come out. This is crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm not she, watching that. Yeah, why? I'm not watching that. They can scar you for life. Yeah. That picture's funny, though. There was also a viral photo that went where this guy was sending a selfie to his girl, and in his sunglasses, you see the car and another girl's legs out of the car. Yeah. It was like a very small, and, and that's how she busted up for cheating. So dumb. Yeah, because she's like, those are not my legs, yeah. and I'm not with you right now. Honey? All right, that's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Shout out to this Texas teacher, Brent Caldwell, who's been growing his hair out for the last three years to donate it to Hair We Share. He just cut off 14 inches, which is how long he had to grow since the last time he did it. So he's already done this before, and his act of kindness is all a part of Lake Point Elementary School's Act of Kindness Project, which has a goal of completing 10 million acts of kindness by the end of the school year. So shout out to that school and teacher. Lunchbox, when you donated your hair, how long? Uh, it was, I don't even know how long it was. It was like eight, nine inches. And didn't they send it back to you or something? <laughs> well, they said what? they would send me a certificate to Locks say they love. accepted it. Locks of love. And I guess it got rejected because I never got a certificate. <laughs> he cut his hair. He grew it out and cut it. And then it was so gross. We don't think they took it. Yeah, oh. they didn't take it because I never got a certificate. <laughs> I mean, I did everything no, no. they said. I got it in a bag. I mailed it, everything. And they said, eh, dirtiness. Your heart was in the, good, the right place. Yeah. Uh. Then they were, but they were like pulling oil up too that, from the ocean at yes. that point. We think they may have thrown his hair in the ocean. Oh, that's Yeah, there was an oil the spill that they could have used it for. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> This is Jesse from St. Petersburg, Florida, that left us his voicemail last night. Morning, studio. Something for Amy. Why did the superhero flush the toilet? Because it was his duty. Have a great day, guys. (laughs) It almost sounds like one of those robot voices, too. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's go over to the corny. The morning corny. My grandma is 80% Irish. Okay. People call her Iris. <laughs> I don't get it. Don't get well, it. Irish is I-R-I-S-H, five letters. 80% of that is Iris. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's that's too much math for me. Uh, that's a good one, though. <laughs> it's just, I can't. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Smarty Pants Bones had to get that. It's yeah. not my fault that Eddie is slow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it. On the phone right now, it's Chris in Arkansas. Hey, Chris, what's going on? Hey, I was just curious, because uh, with your wedding coming up, uh, you trying alcohol for the first time is kind of a, a topic I've heard you talk about quite a bit. And I was just curious, if, uh, like during the reception, if you would be having a champagne toast, possibly. Okay, it's an interesting question. Uh, if you're new to the show, I've never had a drink of alcohol. I do it for not moral reasons. Mostly I'm scared because I have a lot of... Um, alcoholics and addicts in my family, and I know that I would love it. However, I don't want to shut myself off from the experience my whole life, but I won't do it at the wedding because there'll be too many people around. 
I think if I ever do actually have a first drink, it will be in a very controlled environment where people aren't watching me. Can you imagine the eyeballs that would be on me if I'm like, let's just do it right now. And I started chugging champagne or even having. And that wouldn't be very much fun for Caitlin. It Because you'd have like one drink and be like, what? <laughs> He's acting different. <laughs> or even if I wasn't, even if I was just having a great time yeah. because it was the greatest day ever, people would be like, well, it's because he's drinking. I don't, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. It's going to be pure. You're, it's, there's going to be no other thing influencing why you're happy other than pure yeah. joy for Mary and Caitlin. Be drunk on love. Yeah. Oh. The life of straight edge. That's me. Straight edge, Bobby. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I never will, but, by the way. But I don't, I, it will not be at the wedding because I got too many eyeballs on me. I want to be extremely present because who knows, I might have a drink and be gone and not remember it. What if I blacked out? I'm like, oh my God. Oh, blackout. <laughs> you turn into Ray. Who can't drink oddly? <laughs> no, he cannot. Because, Ray, you're a pretty muscular, thick guy. Yeah. You can't hold your alcohol. I can, though. No, no we've really. been around we've you for it. years. <laughs> I mean, but the, the narrative has changed. I can drink now. I'm putting down a 12-pack of White Claws. I mean, stuff happens now. I, I can drink more. 12-pack of White Claws. <laughs> In a All weekend? Right. Hey, Chris, uh. thank you for the call, man. Hope you have a good day. Uh, all right, see you later. The Friday Morning Conversation with Old Dominion. How are you guys? Good, good. Yeah, good to see you guys. Uh, have you guys played much at all in the past six months? No. Yes, golf, yes. Yeah. Oh, golf. <laughs> <laughs> well, first time that we, we met you guys, this is eight number ones ago. Uh, you guys came in and you did break up with them and you were brand new to the scene. In your set list, though, when you play that, do you? I'm assuming you still play it at yeah, shows. Of course, break up with oh, them. Yeah, of course. Where do you put your first, your first hit in the set list? At the first, at the first song. You do. So here we go. Do you yeah. guys it all chronological? We're going to do eight number ones in a row and then a bunch of album tracks you may not have heard. Here we go. <laughs> no, we got to. Then everyone would just leave. So okay. no, we. Uh, snapback. That, to me, that was the big one for you guys. Whenever you, yeah. it was like, all right, they're not a one hit wonder. They're here to stay. Whenever Snapback hits, uh, when it's put as a single, like who, what was that conversation like as a group? I think that one was pretty much. I think we were pretty united on that one, yeah. if, I, if I remember correctly. That was that just felt like a hit, you know, just big up tempo song, easy to sing along to. Are you saying that you guys haven't always? What I took from that is when you go, yeah, we were oddly all together on yeah. that one. Are you saying? That? I think we kind of normally are actually. Yeah, we normally yeah. Are, yeah. There's usually there's there's a lot of discourse, you know. Just we we like to talk it all out. So there's always. You know, you're trying to find every angle to make sure you got it all covered. But then ultimately, we land on the same place usually. You play us a little snapback? You mind? Sure. All right, Old Dominion's here. Just give me a, like a verse and a chorus of snapback. Ready? Yeah. Just right into it. Yeah. Strictly out of curiosity. What would happen if you got with me? Kissing you would hit the spot with me. Come on, skip a couple rocks with me. Give me any of your heart tonight. Ain't a reason that we need to be apart tonight. Pull like the tablecloth out from under the dishes. I don't know what happened, but like everything is just, just disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Your sound. I was too. I was like, whoa. 
Uh, you put out your first EP six years or so ago. You know, I'm always uh, fascinated with, with fan bases and how they grow. But also, I got to imagine that when you first put this out, you still remember some of those folks that maybe you haven't even met in person. But you still remember some of them that were tweeting you that are massive fans that still are today. Yeah. Man, There's we, we know a lot of them. They come, we have like a pretty great, dedicated fan base. And it feels actually weird when we were touring heavily, you know, it would it would be really strange for you to have a show without them there because they become this like cast of characters that follow you around. And then when one of them, when they're not there, you're like, man, do we suck this now? Yeah. That's why I feel like, am I not good now? But then it's How great. You didn't make it to Northern Oregon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it's great because there's sometimes you'll, you'll be like halfway through and then you'll notice them and you'll be like, Oh yeah. There you are. <laughs> I, sometimes people say, how do I get in to know, a famous band or an artist, I'm like, well, what you do is you become a fan way early. Yeah. Because yeah. when they don't have a lot of folks that are supporting them, and you are, you're remembered easily. Oh, absolutely. Like, I remember people that were starting to listen to the radio show when I was 22 years old and are still there. And, like, I know exactly where they live. I know when I go to somewhere. And I mean, it's a really cool thing. And so, but I'm always curious about fan bases. And you guys do remember those folks, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't always remember their names. But we remember their faces for sure. <laughs> we we had a, a game one time they came through meet and greet with a game, and and oh, they yeah. had us like pictures of them all, and they had us try to fill in their names. <laughs> oh no! It was a like cruel, cruel, it was cruel <laughs> joke. And we got we got about sixty seventy percent yeah, yeah. of them right, and then we filled in the rest with like Huey, Louie, Huey, and Dewey, and Louie, mm-hmm. and and, the, and now their Twitter names are Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> That's a mean game. Once. We won't say who. We had an artist in, and he was like, man, I love you guys. And I, being the wise guy that I am, was like, okay, what are all our names? <laughs> you are well, a bad man. He, but this cold. artist, though, was... Did he deserve it? Over the top, was over the top about it a little bit. Okay. He was like, I'm just big fans of all of you. And, and I thought he'd be able to... And then he got some... He left. He walked out, didn't oh, finish man. it. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> but that's a mean game, and I learned... Ne- there are two things I learned. Never challenge anyone on names... And two, um, and you guys may have done this before, someone will go, hey, we're going to do a gender reveal. I was doing a show once. Oh, man. And I was like, okay. And so they're like, after the show, you know, I didn't want to do it on stage, but I was like, after the show, I'd be happy to do it. So they come back to the back, and they're recording it. And in an envelope, there's going to be a guy or a girl, a boy or a girl, a guy, a guy, baby, a boy or a girl. It's a guy. Congratulations. His name is Phil. What's up, mom? It was a a boy. And what I should have done is just said, I opened it and did it. But instead I said to her, hey, what do you want? Oh, no. Oh, I know. And she goes, I want a girl. Then I opened it and it was a boy. And I was just like. Well, it's, well a it's a boy. I'm, it's a guy. A, yeah. We did a proposal one time that did not go well. Wow. Like we've oh, resisted and resisted and resisted and resisted doing that. Like for that reason. Oh, yeah. But man, it really like he in front of everyone. He were, I worked this whole thing out with him. I was like, all right, dude, like I'm going to throw it to you around this time. And it was probably it was like a little VIP thing. So it was probably like 200 people or so. And it didn't go well, man. She, he. He hit his knees and asked her, and she just sat. She just sat there. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I, I was watching. I'm like, I can't really see. I'm like, Will, what did she say? And Matt's looking at me like, he hasn't answered, yet, hasn't dude. answered yet, dude. I'm like, Oh, okay. So Here's never our again. Next number one hit. Never <laughs> again. What's the love song that you guys get the most when they're like, Hey, I want to play this for my girl because it means the most to her or to us? It's definitely one man band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely the one that people. I mean. People want us to come play at their weddings all the time for that, and they 
Which, by the way, I got a wedding coming up. How much? <laughs> How much for, for you for individually and then together? Because I have to cut oh. a couple of you probably. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's like, didn't like Huey Lewis do that? Like you could book him for, as Huey Lewis and you could book him for Huey Lewis and the news. You could buy the news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for this price. That's my favorite song. I mean, ho- um, One Man Band, because I, I felt like there's only been a few songs in my life where I felt like that voice was speaking for me. That's when you know a songwriter has dialed into who you are. John Mayer does it for me. You guys do it for me some. Um, And and that was one where I was like, man, like I feel, the one-man band, like I felt I wanted that. Well, thank you. So, yeah, same on that one. And the other one is probably uh, Nowhere Fast. Like, that is, it's, that's, Possibly 1A in my favorite songs that you guys do. You guys mind playing that one? Sure. Sure, let's try and let's remember, try. remember that He's one. like, all right, let's see if we know this one still. <laughs> Just do it from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Grass stain, bare feet. She dove in my front seat. And she'll full of road to run and a gas tank full of freedom. Red sky faded to black, a couple cans deep and a six pack. World disappearing around us. Temptation always found us We'd be around our breath in a parking lot Kill the headlights so we wouldn't get caught On radio blow on the dash We were messing around, we could hardly breathe Breaking new ground in my backseat And we had our foot on the gas Going nowhere fast I love that one. Great, 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 great. The other one, when I think about you guys, I remember Amy coming in, and you guys had maybe just put out of the single, and she was like, this Hotel Key song is my favorite song. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know, I've, I've heard better from them. But I'm going to tell you, I, she nailed it. It became like, I, that's one of those songs from that time, from that year. I was like, I know exactly where I was. Oh, cool. And that's kind of what you want is when you create anything. Like, make, make people remember where they were when that came out. Yeah, sure. it's funny. Like, when that one... When we picked that song as a single, we that's one that we weren't all sure about for sure. That was like one that had a lot of conversation, and and we finally were like, the label came to us and was like, we really think it should be Hotel Key, and we were like, really, that one? <laughs> and ultimately, they were right because now when we launch into that song live, it's a it's a mood changer. It changes the whole room. So I was like, you really that one? But then I was yeah. wrong. <laughs> Amy, why'd you love that song so much? I just, the first time I heard it, I remember where I was exactly. It was around summer 2018 ish. The Hilton Garden Inn. No, I wasn't. No, but I, I was in Austin. I will shout out Case 101 because I hadn't heard it anywhere else yet. So I was in Austin. I mean, obviously, we hear a lot of songs. And I'm driving in my car and I'm like, what is this song? And yeah. I turn it up. And Austin was ahead and playing it. And so then I started hearing it more and more because I was there for a few weeks. 
And then I came back in here, and I was, we were, I don't know if we were playing it here yet right. or what happened. And I was like, the song has the jam. And Bobby was like, eh. So, <laughs> okay, um, we can move off yeah. that. I wasn't convinced, but okay? Then, yeah. And so I think a lot of people, yeah, we just, they probably felt just like I did. Something about it right when you turn it on, it just hooks you. It is a great concept, too, right? Yeah. Like, it's fun. Yeah. But also, there's, it's not. You receive the title, you know, it didn't make sense until you hear the song. Right, right. And yeah. I always like that about a song. Totally. Yeah. Um, Matt still has one now, Everywhere But On, and you're like, what the crap does that mean? But right. then you hear the song, and it's like, I've moved everywhere but on. And you're like, oh, that's, that. but Hotel Key was like that for me, too. Yeah, that's what you think, like, that looks good on the back of the of the CD. I don't know if anyone has those anymore. No. <laughs> like, Hotel Key. Yeah, when you look at the titles. Huh? Yeah. The CD, you say, son of boy? <laughs> well, back in my day. You guys used to slide it in right in the middle of the car, right in the front of the dashboard where the USB is now. Let's hear Some of them had six. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit of Hotel Key if you guys don't mind. Sure. Down some street we couldn't even pronounce. We were stuck in the middle, loving every ounce. Tequila was cheap, but the flow we were feeling was real. Neither one of us looking for three little words, unless those three words would do not disturb. Check out was supposed to be noon, but we slept until three. She kept the hotel key, slipped it in a purse, I guess. It makes her think of me. And that night we left our hearts on the seas and the clothes on the floor. Oh, no, we can't open the door no more. She kept the hotel key. All right. Old Dominion. Are you guys in song so quickly? We're all scared. We're like, what the crap? I know, so <laughs> like, what happened? Over. Jolt us into uh, applause. Uh, Old Dominion's here. What I want to do next, though, is I want you guys to play your new single, if you're cool with that. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. I mean, we can always, we're going to play it on the radio a thousand times, but how often do we get to have you guys in studio? Playing the hits. Well, now, you know, we live here, and um, we're not on tour, so we'll <laughs> be back tomorrow. Every day. All right, we're going <laughs> to come back out. in one second. The Friday Morning Conversation with Old Dominion. You guys are nominated for a CMA Album of the Year. Uh, I did vote for it, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, they always you. tell us not to reveal our votes, but every time an artist comes in, I lie and say I voted for theirs. But you guys, I really did vote for it. You guys, I really... What are we supposed to believe? Well, I know. <laughs> I just want to be transparent with you. I tell everybody that, but you guys, I did. Okay? You guys, I did. Also, uh, vocal group of the year, which you've won the past two years. Uh, but most importantly, and I don't want this to be lost because I, I think this is amazing. You're nominated for a Waffle House Toonie Award. Yes, we are nominated for a wa- I mean, that's like the one like the kids were like, no way. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a big one. Which of your songs do you think is most popular with the 2 a.m. Waffle House crowd? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Man. Um, it's got to be the Meow Mix, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say it's probably Snapback. If yeah, I had to think good. it was. When yeah, I'm yeah. in Waffle House, I, listen, I used to study every night at Waffle House. I would drive an hour to work, drive an hour back, study for a couple hours, and I'd play that dang jukebox. Nice. And it was ACDC. You know, you play a little Metallica. I don't like the hard stuff. I like Inner Sandman, though, on the jukebox. <laughs> I probably play Snapback. Who was your favorite band 20 years ago? Favorite artist 20 years ago? What year was that 20, 20 years ago? 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. Man. So I, I'm going to probably say like the Black Crows or something. We had them playing here. Did you? Like wow. four or five months ago. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Well, I guess it was right pre-corona, huh? Yeah, it was. Right pre-corona, they came in. Amazing so for us. And they did like a, a, they did a version of what they did. Um, she Talks to Angels? It's like 13 minutes long. 
Oh. <laughs> well, we were like, we like, like it. <laughs> <laughs> you like it, then you didn't like it, then you liked it. But then we're like, Actually, I'd have to come in in the middle of it. All right, right now you're listening to the Bobby Bone Show. All right, let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what about you, Matt? I'm, I mean, I was probably into um, a big, I think I was like listening to a lot of Counting Crows right now. There's two crows. Nice. Two wow. crow bands. Black my favorite band. Oh. Yeah, Counting Crows is my favorite band. Yeah, I was probably listening to a lot of that. That's a good one. Trek. I don't know, probably Weezer, I guess. I can't place Dang, 2000 man. in my mind. That's it's a weird a- time to place. <laughs> like, I got the 90s on lock and I got now. The yeah. rest of it's kind of a blur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the new single. Let's play this. It's uh, called Never Be Sorry. I know it. The music video just came out, right? Am I crazy yeah. or did it? Yeah, right. It just came like out a week or two ago. How'd you guys shoot ago? the video? Was it super like small crew? Yeah, it was pretty small crew, and of course everyone got tested and um, you know kept our distance. And our director Mason, he did such a great job of like planning the whole thing out. So we were there for minimal time. Yeah, he just it, the whole thing was done in like four shots. He would just be like, "Okay, come in." We'd run through it. Cause you're on again. I'm going from my memory here. You're on like a sound stage in the in. Yeah. The bottom is even a screen. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm too big of a fan. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a little <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I was like, and you lean to the left, and you, right? Matt, you're either a fan or sweet. you're really good at your job. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that one. It's not that one. All right, let's do this is old Dominion. Let's uh let's do never be sorry. Feet off of the edge of the moon. We got that high for a minute. Sometimes forever gets away from you. No matter how hard you grab it. Sorry the sky fell down. Sorry I don't know why. All we do is apologize. Oh, but I'll never be sorry for my hands in the pockets of your hoodie called your sugar just to make you smile. Shoes that I bought you in Chicago We were walking that magnificent mile Oh, I, oh, I I'll never be sorry I'll never be sorry I'll never be sorry for loving you I'll never be sorry I'll never be sorry I'll never be sorry for loving you I'll never be sorry Nice, you got us again with a quick hit that's how the song Ooh. ends, though. The other ones you're messing with. Yeah, that one there. <laughs> well, listen. to fade out. We don't like any of that yeah, stuff. No. I like uh, I like when you guys come in because th- there's a lot of you. You're like country music's Wu Tang Clan to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're all individually extremely talented. You know, uh, Matt, you're definitely method. Uh, Jeff, you're Ghostface for sure. <laughs> yeah, Trevor, you're probably RZA. You know, you, you definitely are such a collection of, of talented guys that. You know, I'm just grateful you came together. I am. Oh, thank, so, you. Thanks. So thank you. Thank you. Um, one other request before you leave. We're doing the St. Jude Radiothon in December. I would love it if you'd come back and play us a song for the kids at the hospital. We'd love to do that. All right. So we'll leave you for now, but in a month or so, we'll see them. Here they are. Old Dominion. Yeah. Back in a minute. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A California man's about to make a little girl he's never met extremely happy. Kevin Ashford, who lives in San Jose, heard about a nine-year-old named Reese who lost her home in the Fresno County fire last month. 
So he's like, all right, she's a big baseball fan. She lost her entire baseball card collection. She had built up over 100 cards over the last three years. When the firefighters heard the story, they started asking for, for donations. Like, hey, can you give us some baseball cards? He heard about this. He goes, you know what? I'm just going to help her out and give her mine. 25,000 cards. Donated his entire oh. collection to her. Been collecting since the 90s. Gave, oh. gave, gave them all to her. A team of first responders came to his home to help cart off the dozens of boxes of baseball cards and deliver them. She had no idea what his collection would be worth if she sold them, but he's like, you know what? She can have them, do whatever she wants. Just want to help her out. Wow. Isn't that a great story? Yep. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, we're going to play the mystery DM game. Ooh. Raymundo DM'd who? The new artists of the year for the CMAs. So he sent a random DM to five artists nominated for new artists <laughs> of the year. Okay. And the goal is to see which one we think responded. It's often the game of who's the nicest. So the options are Jimmy Allen, who's up for best new artist. Ingrid Andrus. But I'm a lady like whoa, I could bring it Gabby Barrett. Carly Pierce. I hope you are. <laughs> and Morgan Wallen. So those are your five folks. He DM'd them all. What did the DM say? It said the usual, hey, are you there? Question mark. Now we will crown a new Mr. or Mrs. Country Music based on who this is. Amy, which which of these artists do you think was the nicest and how many responded? One. Oh. <laughs> it's only ever okay. one. Okay. Amy, Man, who responded? I feel like they're all awesome. I'm going to go with Gabby Barrett. Okay. Lunchbox? It's easy. This one has liked his tweets. She is all about Ray. She thinks Ray's funny. Carly Pierce responded because she's on to Ray. Oh, yeah. On to his game? Yeah, she's on to his game. Okay. Eddie? It's tough. You know I'm undefeated at this game. You are. I have not missed one yet. So this is tough because I'm between two people, Jimmy Allen and Ingrid Andrus. I feel like Jimmy would be on social media a lot, knows Ray a little bit, very personable. Ingrid, at the same time, she knows us too, and I feel like she'd be available for this DM and respond. So I'm just picking here. It could be either one of them, but I'm going to go Jimmy Allen. Morgan? Well, I thought it was going to be Carly Pierce because she, I mean, Ray's had her back with everything going on. He's always been <laughs> talking about yeah. her. But I do know that Jimmy Allen is always on social media and he's really good about interacting with fans. So I'm going with Jimmy Allen. Come on. Well, I'm going to pick two. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to pick Ingrid or Gabby or Morgan Wallen. Nah, definitely. Oh. Yeah, Morgan Wallen. I feel like Morgan Wallen has... He's taking a break, he Dro- said. Dropped out for a bit. Yeah. Because of, you know, what he was going through. I think it's either Jimmy or Jimmy Allen or Carly Pierce. I'm going. <laughs> but he was in Carly's thing. Wasn't he just so into their business always? always? But she was liking his responses. She was liking his posts. So that tells me that she thinks Ray's funny. I and think she Ray's appreci- funny. She appreciates Ray having her back. So when Ray DMs her, she's going to be like, what up? I'm here for you, Ray. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going Carly Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> he convinced you. No, I was, it was Jimmy or Carly. I was probably going to go Carly anyway. Okay. So just to check, Amy has Gabby Barrett. Lunchbox has Carly Pierce, and I have Carly Pierce. 
and Eddie and Morgan have Jimmy Allen. Come on, Jimmy. Raymundo, let's check off the two that we didn't pick. Isn't Morgan Wallen? No. Okay. No one picked Ingrid Andrus. Is it Ingrid Andrus? No. Okay. Yeah! Right, good, good. Woo-hoo-hoo! Okay. It's Jimmy. Is it a guy or a girl? Girl. Woo! Okay. Oh, no. Yeah! Oh, no. Yeah! What up? Welcome, Carly Pierce, to the show! Okay, so it's either Gabby Barrett or Carly Pierce. Let's uh, turn him up. A mystery DMer. Uh, who are you? I love Ray always. It's Carly Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Carly, how are you? I'm good. That, so when Ray sends you a random mex- message, it's like, hey, are you there? What are you thinking's happening? Well, honestly, when I saw his name in my DMs, I was like, oh, no, what now? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I love Ray. He, he does have my back. I heard y'all talking. I like Ray, so I'm always going to answer. That's funny. Uh, Carly has four CMA nominations for new artist, song, video, event. How you feeling about that? I mean, it's crazy. I, I just, uh, it's wild. Obviously, the CMAs are a huge deal to me and always have been. So I just feel really honored and excited. You wrote, I hope you're happy now. Um, and you and Lee Bryce sang the song, but you wrote that with Luke Combs. How long ago did you guys write that song? We wrote it probably almost two years ago now, which is crazy to think about. But uh, I had no idea it was going to do what it did. That's a long time for a song to kind of sit there. And I, I bet there were a lot of... Uh, hurdles to get that thing even you know cut and on the radio right yeah i feel like it was uh just everybody believed in the song so much and once we got lee on board it kind of just started to take its shape and yeah at carly pierce on instagram she is now deemed until we have another she is miss country music there she (laughs) is all right carly good luck next week and i i you know hope you you do great and win all the awards you want to win Thank you, and congrats on your engagement. Thank you, Carly. See you later. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's funny. Nice job, Lunch. Eddie, you're not undefeated anymore. That's it. Have I ever missed one? I don't, I don't know. know that I've missed one. Really? I think I don't know I've, if I've missed one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I'm undefeated. Okay, all right. We I all just say sure that every have. time. <laughs> It's Friday. That means it's time for our favorite Friday game. Easy trivia. Now, where we have nothing but political questions this week. What? Come on. That's not easy. Oh, my God. Just kidding. They're all elementary questions (laughs) that you should all know. But as we've learned each week, it's a little harder when you get put on the spot. Uh If you miss it, you're out. This is so easy to start. Amy, you ready? Ready. Question number one, easy trivia. What color is the M in McDonald's? Uh, the yellow arches. Yellow. Correct. Lunchbox. Tony the Tiger is the mascot for what cereal? Frosted Flakes. Correct. Eddie, who played Jack in Titanic? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Correct, you're all on to the next. Oh, oh, hold on, Morgan, Morgan. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry Sorry about that. Babe Ruth played what sport? Baseball. Baseball. Now we're all on to the second round. Nice job. Easy trivia. Amy, what's the capital of the United States? Oh, Washington, D.C. Correct. It's, It's so easy. Lunchbox, in the movie Babe, what type of animal was Babe? Pig. Correct. 
Eddie, what Come does on. F, the letter F, stand for in FBI? Fe- federal. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Federal. Mm, correct. Oh, my gosh. Morgan, what Italian city is famous for the Leaning Tower? Pisa. Leaning Tower of Pisa. Correct. You're all out of the next round. Clap for yourself. Everybody's getting a little tight now. Amy, may the force be with you is a quote from what movie? Uh, Star. What's the other space one? I'm just making sure I'm saying the right one. I think it's Star Wars. But may, please may don't be, be the other science one. What's your answer? Star Wars. Correct. Lunchbox, what state is called the Golden State? Uh, it has to be California. Correct. Whew, that was hard. Eddie, what's the tallest mammal? Oh. Uh, a giraffe. Correct. Oh my gosh, that was not easy. Yeah, you got it. It's just a lucky what, guess. What, hey, what Morgan. else would it be? I'm just asking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a mammal is. <laughs> like, basically, if it has hair. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Morgan, what does Fred Flintstone wear around his neck? Oh, um. Pebbles? I mean, I'm not answering yet. Um, it looks like a puka shell ne- necklace. Oh, stones? Pebbles. Pebbles, stones? Are those the same thing? Your answer is? Pebbles? A tie. Oh! I was Incorrect. thinking of his wife, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Morgan, Morgan has been eliminated. And I think her name is Pebbles. Yeah, right. maybe. And she's wearing <laughs> bones or something. We're now on to round number four. All Three right. remain. We're playing easy trivia. Amy, what does the C stand for in CIA? Central Intelligence Agency. Central. Correct. Lunchbox. Tokyo is the capital of what country? Japan. Correct. Yeah. Never been there. Eddie, who voiced Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies? That would be Tim Allen. Correct. Wow, dude, that's good. Oh, yeah. That was real hard. Clutch. On to round number five. It gets a little harder. What fictional city, Amy, is the home of Batman? Gotham. Wow, good answer. Not hard, but a little harder there. Mm -hmm. Lunchbox, not counting Jokers. Take Jokers out. How many cards are in a standard deck of playing cards? No jokers. Talk it out. Yeah, I'm just talking it out. There's diamonds. There's clubs. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Is diamonds not a suit in the cards? It is. Let the guy do his own thing. Goodness. You're right. You're right. There's diamonds. Respect his Clubs. <laughs> spades. What's the other one? Hearts. Hearts. Yeah. I thought I'd say that. Okay. Bones, don't give him the answer. Two, three, <laughs> four, five. What are you doing? Six. Count with his fingers. <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten. Now he's at the toes. The ten, and then Jack, <laughs> Queen, King. So that's thirteen. Then you have to do times four. It's fifty-two. Oh my gosh. Fifty-two is correct. Yeah. What? What are you? What are you saying? Because you knew it. No, I don't, that that I, really don't, I don't know that he knew that. I don't know that he knew that. Yeah. I mean, okay. I would have had to do the same thing that he just Thank did. Thank you. And well, I guess I should have just started with Jack King Queen because you know one through <laughs> two through ten, but I had to count it out. <laughs> Eddie, Peter Parker is the real name of what superhero? Spider-Man. Correct. Uh, Round six. Goodness. A little harder. Amy, what actor played Harry Potter in the movie series Harry Potter? No! That's hard. We just watched this. 
And then he got naked on Broadway or something. He did? And people yeah. were like, oh my gosh, you saw Harry Potter naked. What's his name? That. That's the question. What's his name? What's his name? He's from the, it's he's British and he got naked on stage. What's his name? I would see his name in the paper. It wouldn't be Harry Potter. It'd be like, um, it'd be um Five seconds. Tommy Thomas. Tommy Thomas. I, no. That's good. <laughs> no, John Jingleheimer. John Jingleheimer Schmidt. John Jacob. <laughs> you play, play I Jacob. can't believe I'm gonna lose with That's my this name question. Too. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. Your answer Jefferson? is Amy. You need an answer now. Jeff. John. I don't know. I can't. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> That's it. Oh. Incorrect. Amy's been eliminated. I cannot. If, I wouldn't have gotten that, Amy. I can't. Daniel Radcliffe naked on Broadway. Lunchbox. <laughs> Why do you keep talking about that? That's the yeah, one time I mean, that we I, talked about it on the show 10 years ago. You are so excited you, about that. That's an article in which they used his real name, and he was not Harry Potter. But he it was, didn't help you, so let's just drop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah let's quit talking about him being naked. Lunchbox. Daniel black eyed Radcliffe. peas aren't peas. What are black eyed peas? <laughs> I mean, and this I know. Black eyed peas aren't peas. What are they? I guess they're beans. Correct. Wow. But oh, my goodness. Accepted. Yeah. Whoa. Who knew they weren't peas, though? Eddie, you got to hit this to stay in the game. Okay, come on. How many reindeer does Santa have? Oh, come on. That's a tough one. I don't even know if I can name them. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Blitzen. Donner and Cupid and Bonner and no, no, there's no Bonner. <laughs> and Rudolph, there's nine. Nine is right. I, and yeah. I don't even need it's to Donner, know the names. Not Bonner. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I told you, you hearts. Well, I can't tell him he was almost wrong on Bonner. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't matter what his name was. Yeah, you just. It was just know the, the number. Yeah, good job. Woo. Good, good job. Lunchbox. What color is the circle on the Japanese national flag? Oh. Red. Correct. Mm. Eddie, what's the name of the city where the Simpsons live? Springfield. Correct. Now we're rolling, boys. Lunchbox, how many electoral votes do you need to win the election? <laughs> it's 270. Nice. How do you know that? Because Eddie, it's a, oh what do you, God, what do we do you watch a TV? No, I don't watch it. Do you get on the internet? No, I did not. I'm getting mad at Eddie, too. <laughs> I mean, have you not seen? I mean, what's been going on the last week? I don't know. Football. Oh, my gosh. That was... <laughs> We are now, listen, here we go. Come on. This playing easy trivia. They're getting a little harder, though. Amy, or excuse me, Eddie, which part of the body would a podiatrist treat? The foot. Nice. Lunchbox, what was Muhammad Ali's birth name? Muhammad Ali was named Cassius Clay. Correct. Eddie, what fictional detective lived at 221 Baker Street, London? Sherlock Holmes. Correct. We're rolling speed around now for a few of these. Lunchbox, where do the Olympic Games originate? Athens. Greece, I'll accept it. Oh. Eddie, what's the Earth's primary source of energy? <laughs> uh, energy? Oxygen. Ah! So wait, I wasn't my Come guess. No. <laughs> talking it out like Amy. No. <laughs> Golly, I... The sun, dude. No, I'm sorry. I <laughs> that can't, produces oxygen. I can't give heat. it to you. I'm sorry, Eddie. The answer is the sun, but you picked oxygen. That means our winner is Lunchbox! Yes! Play that song. Here it is. Yeah. 
I'm happy for him. No, you're Woo! not. Yeah, because all he does is win is what he says, but he hasn't won in so long, so I'm glad he can finally <laughs> use the song. All he does is quote, the quote hey, finally win. Haters hate. That's what they do. Uh, nice job, Lunchbox. On the phone right now is Dwight in Virginia. Hey, Dwight, what can I help you with? Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, um, so I have a wedding this Friday, and I'm the best man to my buddy that we've been friends our whole life with. We grew up together. And I know you got to do a whole speech and everything, and I have no idea what to say. I'm just drawing a blank on everything. Okay, I'll help you. First thing I would do is I would get on the internet and Google best man speeches because you can get a template from that. And so it'll give you some easy things to go into that you'll have to insert yourself. So just Google best, best man speeches. And then what I would encourage you to do is go back through your time with him and just list out some real memorable moments. And then you'll be able to kind of insert them into the templates already built for you. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't make it over three, four minutes. Then that's long. And as long as you're personal and you're not drunk, just going on and on, people are going to love it. It's not a hard thing to pull off. It's a hard thing to feel like you're prepared for, though. So my advice to you is Google great best man speeches. It's going to give you kind of the bones to use there and then insert some personal stories and you'll be you'll be good to go. It feels like cheating, but who cares? They're not, they're not going to know the difference. They're going to be like, dang, Dwight nailed that best man speech. <laughs> and again, quicker, yeah. is, quicker is better too. Unless you're like a, a, someone who speaks for a living, quicker is better. So don't make it too long and you'll nail it. All righty. All right, man, let me know how it goes. Well, Give me- I'll figure, yeah. I'll shoot you a DM or something on Instagram. I just followed you. Okay, there you have it. Nice. All right, Dwight, see you, buddy. All righty. All right, let's go Thank to, you. Have a good day. you too. Let's go to Sierra in Oklahoma City who's on the show. Hey, Sierra, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good. What can I do for you? Um, well, I just wanted to call and uh, I've been listening to you guys for five or six years now. Um, and the other day, whenever you brought up your mother and um, the, you know, affliction that she had and, you know, succumbing to it, I had to kind of pull over and cry just because I identified quite a bit with that. I developed an addiction in the military and kind of missed out on the first few years of my daughter's life. And I'm three years sober now. Um, and so getting to raise my daughter and seeing that beautiful things can come from some really dark times. Um, so I just really wanted to say thank you for being open and vulner- vulnerable because I guess you never really realize how much the small little tidbits like that of your life kind of um, people can identify with. And so I just want to say thank you. Well, I appreciate that call. You know, my the first book that I wrote was called Bare Bones, and I put a lot of stories in that about uh, dealing with addiction and my mom and a lot of things that I felt even outside of that were so extremely personal that no one would relate to whatsoever and I didn't worry about being laughed at but I just thought that no one would get it and people would feel sorry for me like that was my concern and I never want anyone to feel sorry for me however what I found was and it's helped me with the show is that more people came to me when I would go to stand-up shows or music shows and say, hey, you know, I read your book, and you know what? I remember from it the most, and it would be those exact things that I shared in, in Bare Bones, my book. And I was completely wrong to think people were going to laugh. Much like your story, things are, are happening that are so common that we don't know just because they're not fun and pretty to put on Instagram. And so I appreciate you also calling to share your story. You know, I think that for me, my biggest 
tool and and having a successful radio show has been being vulnerable and and sharing because a lot of us are going through the same stuff. So thank you very much, Sierra, and keep fighting. I can tell you it's never easy, and uh, you're doing great, and your daughter's so lucky to have you. Well, thank you. We listen to you guys every morning, and in in the bath time, she acts like she's got a YouTube show and says, Welcome to Bobby Bones. (laughs) So uh, you'll be hearing from my attorney because uh, <laughs> I sue the kids. I don't record it. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's joking. All right, Sierra. Have a good day. Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Flashback Friday. The year is 1995. Flashback Friday. 1995. What does that mean to you? I was a freshman in college. No, you weren't. I mean, high school. Yeah. Where were you? I remember 1994, the Arkansas Razorbacks won the basketball national championship. 1995, we went back to the championship and lost to UCLA. (laughs) That's what I remember about 1995. That is a detail. Mm -hmm. 1995, the biggest country song was Dust on the Bottle from David Lee Murphy. There might be a little dust on the bottle. The biggest pop song is Mariah Carey Fantasy. One of the first two CDs I ever bought. Really? At the same time. I bought ACDC Ball Breaker and Mariah Carey. Was this the one with the butterfly? Butterfly. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing in pop culture, the Soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld first aired. No soup for you! On the episode, Jerry must choose between his girlfriend and a bowl of soup when the vendor refuses to serve her. The problem is, it's the best soup in town. Ever. The character was inspired by Ali Yegana, an Iranian soup vendor who ran a soup kitchen in National New York City. No soup for you! Good episode, huh? Love it. That's Flashback Friday. There you go. Flashback Friday! Oh, yeah. Amy, what's going on this weekend? Mm, not. Is there just like a normal weekend for me with the kids? Yeah. What about you? Well. Yeah, tell her. What do you have? It, well, I have a great weekend planned. Oh, yeah. Y'all are going to the... First of all, today, me, Eddie, our friend Nick, and Matt Carney, who's a friend who plays music, we're playing in a golf tournament together. No, no, no. no. We're going to win it. We're, we're gonna do. not going to win it. But we're playing in a golf tournament. Jake Owens' um, charity golf tournament today. So, And Jake was like, hey, because they, they do music after. He's like, you, you and Eddie want to play a song or two? And I was like, oh, <laughs> God, no. I mean, what does we he want do? To- here's what we do. We do comedy. But what does he want us to sing? And we, You want to do a little call him Baton Rouge? Let's go. Chattahoochee? We're doing that. And then a, uh, a slightly altered group the next day, we're all going to Arkansas to watch the game. Me, Eddie, Adam Hambrick, mm-hmm. Matt Stell, Matt Jones from Kentucky and his buddy. That's it, huh? It's gonna be buddy. great. Yeah, we're all going to Arkansas to watch Arkansas, Tennessee. Yeah. So I got a I have a really, hopefully, a really fun weekend happening. What do you mean, hopefully? Sounds good. You never know. I got a my tooth issue. Oh, that's true, that's true. You know? Yeah. That kick could get worse if you can't fix it by then. I know. That's it. We'll see you next week. Bye everybody. <laughs>